everybody, Paul Farvar here. Welcome to Singles Only Podcast. This week we have comedian Adam Adise. Very fun episode, very funny comedian, up and coming. You know what's funny? We've had this podcast for seven years. If you go back and look at the first two seasons of this podcast, so many of those comedians have blown up and Adam is going to be one of those as well. So you're welcome. I'm introducing you to the people at the ground level that you guys are going to know and love in a few years. Look at Ken Flores. He just did the podcast a few months ago. He's blown up, sold out everywhere. He's amazing. All these comedians are amazing. You guys are amazing. Uh, check out this podcast. Check out my website, Paul F. Comedy, for upcoming dates. My dry bar special has dropped. You can get it for free using my full name, Paul Farvar, F-A-R-A-H-V as in Victor, A-R. You can well, I get a one-month free subscription. Go to the subscriptions place on the Dry Bar Comedy page and uh, just subscribe. Uh, me- uh, monthly membership, I think, and then you put in the name, my name, free until you cancel it. Watch the episode for free. Cancel it after that. But don't do that. Watch some of the other ones. They're really good. Uh, I'll be opening for Fahim Anwar, one of my favorite comedians, on uh, May 12th at the Den in Chicago. Then I'll be at Laugh Factory uh, May 13th and 14th. Bowling Green headlining uh, May 19th, and then Don't Tell Comedy in Nashville headlining that one on May 20th, Nashville Zanies May 22nd, then I'll be at Laugh Camp in St. Paul headlining there, St. Paul, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota, June 2nd and 3rd, headlining Naples Off the Hook June 14th, and then Black Box in Boca Raton June 16th, June 17th. Check out those shows. Follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. Follow Adam. Follow me. Um, no voice of reason on this episode. We don't need it. You guys will understand why. Check out our sponsors. So we've been doing this podcast, what, six, seven years now? And the one thing you know about me is that I was a lawyer. It's one of the cardinal things associated with me behind being a comedian, former musician, or failed musician, or uh, Persian, or old. But when I need a lawyer... I call my friend Scott Shapiro, and you should do the same too. 312-648-8800. Scott Shapiro has been representing people for 25 years with workers' comp cases, personal injury, and entertainment law. Scott is a full-service law firm, and in addition to all the injuries that I talked about, work injuries, personal injury, and entertainment law, he handles other matters too. So you can hit him up. 312-648-8800 or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You will not be disappointed. Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar here. We have no voice of reason, but we have a young, hot comedian, uh, Living in Chicago, originally from Maryland, I believe, and also uh, Ethiopian, correct? Correct. Adam Adis? Yeah. Hey, Adam. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. All right. Well, we're out of time, so uh, where can people... (laughs) (laughs) Adam, uh, we just did a show together at uh, the Village of Schaumburg. It's a suburb here in Chicago. You crushed it. Last minute came in. You work at Zany's, uh, one of the great clubs in Chicago. You get to see... All these people come in on dates to see comedy. Oh yeah, what's the what's the craziest shit you've seen in terms of uh, patrons coming to a show? Uh, the regulars are the funny ones. Okay, guys that come in with 
different data. Different girl every week. Yeah. yeah. And I, I respect them because they love comedy enough. Yeah. And at the same time, it's like, uh, I'm just waiting for him to lock down. I'm like waiting for him to come back with one. There's a guy see. who's a regular there who uh, comes to, I, I, well, he's been in all my shows, so I assume he's there for everyone yeah. else's. And then lately he has a, he has a regular, he has a girlfriend now. Uh, I, I, I probably think I know who you're yeah, talking Yeah, good about. looking dude. Yeah. He's, he came to my, uh, 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 whatever, my headlining show a couple weeks ago and he was with her again. I'm like, dude, this is like three in a row. He's like, yeah, I think I'm going to marry her. I'm yeah. like, you fucking sell out. Me and him both. Yeah, it's always three three dates in. It's like, all right, when do we uh, lock it all down? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, are you looking to get locked down? What's going on? You're single? N- not anytime soon, uh, but, you know, traditional marriage, family why? stuff. What do you mean not anytime soon, you mean? Well, wait, no. Why do you Why do you want to do it? Because tradition tells you to? You know, no, it's like, no, no. I just think that there's like, I, I, I can fuck with the idea of like, you know, working with, again, this is me saying this in like a long-term future thing, but okay. for right now, I'm being incredibly selfish, and that's exactly why. I'm As you even, should be. How yeah. old are you? Uh, I turned 28 in two weeks. Fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah don't get married until you're like in your 50s. No, yeah. And you again, can have all this. Look at this beautiful life. I'm I telling you, man, I kind of envy it, though. For real. Really? Like, I, I, yeah, like, I mean, uh, I interview. A, you'll be me and you can take over the podcast yeah, when you, when you turn know. my age and you can be like, uh, by that time, they'll be like, why is there a podcast about being single when everyone's single? <laughs> the idea of marriage collapses by the time I'm married. It should collapse. It's an outdated institution, bro. Yeah. And again, there's certain specifics of it. I definitely agree are ridiculous and like dated, but the idea of like having a partner and you know, having you like that. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. You know, and again, there's got to be a. How's what's the longest relationship you've had? It's funny because it's it's. I even haven't had anything too extreme or too like. I I was thinking about it when you were like, you want to do the podcast. I was thinking about like relationships, like defining that stuff. I'm like, I've never had a girl's like toothbrush and stuff in my place. Okay, if but what sucks, about time wise? Yeah, the, I'd say like a year and a half. On that's and pretty off, long. Oh, uh, on and off, you know, distance, but uh, distance, but talking long like, distance. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. that's like. Okay. Different, I know, yeah, but th- that's the way to go, though. But it was the only aspect of like consistent communication that I was like trying to do. Like okay. that's the weird thing now with I feel like relationships are dating, where my buddies who are in long term relationships are constantly texting, constantly in communication with their with their significant, significant others. others. And yeah. I'm like, you guys live together, you guys already know you're going to be together forever. Gotta check in, check in is one thing, but there's like there's uh, I don't want to text my buddies all day. If it's that kind of hang, if that if I like being around you, then it should be an easy hang. Well, let me let's let's go back a little bit. Okay. So you you moved here from Maryland. Yeah. How yeah. how old were you when you moved to Chicago? Twenty three. Okay. October of eighteen. And and your parents live in Maryland. Yep. Still, still together. Still together. Yep. Okay. So you and there and you have brothers and sisters and stuff. Uh, three brothers. Any of them married? One's engaged. Okay. So you had a lot of. So are you getting pressure from your parents to uh, to get married? Well, it's shit? funny because I was kind of laughing about this with my mom where like I watch this pressure exist with my female cousins mm-hmm. whether it be marriage baby whatever but it does not exist with the men at all yeah. I have some cousins that are you know pushing 40 and just now that, the, that's when the pressure applies yeah 40 45 that's when they started but right now what you the know, fuck you doing right yeah yeah but uh your parents are uh so they have four kids they don't put they're all all brothers all, all boys all brothers yep. and are your parents both Ethiopian yep and yeah. are, do they have like accents and the whole shit? No, the whole shit. The whole really? Shit. Yeah. I'd say they have like the best American Ethiopian accent. Why? Because it's not because they both worked in like customer facing jobs and like they could speak English very well. Okay. College educate everything else, but it's not like heavy, heavy. If you compare it to my like their brothers and sisters, especially right. my dad, I didn't realize it until I was older. But I was like, oh yeah, my dad is like definitely the most American speaking accent. Um, 
Oh, he has his. They're all in America too. Oh, yeah, all all of their siblings. When did you come? Oh, were you born here? Born here. Okay. When did they come over? Dad in seventy nine, seventy eight. Okay. Mom in like eighty one, eighty two. All their siblings are here. Okay. Huge family. And and are, is it fair to say that all your par- your parents, brothers, and sisters are all like traditional marriage stuff too? Mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generally, you don't have like an uncle that's like single, like don't do it. Not like don't do it, but if he's single, there's questions popping. I'm like, I, and now I'm getting older. I'm like, all right, I wonder what this is. Like, See, that's funny because I have an uncle who's like my hero. He's my favorite uncle. I actually just saw him uh, recently, and he's single. He's like sixty. He's like the happiest human being yes. alive. Yeah. But growing up, everyone's like, oh, is he gay? Like, what's going on? Because it's in in the Persian community, everyone, same thing. It's, and it's traditional. Not, it's not like he was a a, a public dog. But they're like, oh, that's just no, Uncle right. Mike. Uncle Mike is out here. He's just different. Yeah. But yeah. that's how I'm viewed to my brother's kids. They're like, oh, they're like, why doesn't Paul have a, why doesn't he have a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. And then, then I start dating someone and they're like, oh, is this going to be your girlfriend? I'm like, dude, that's not how this works. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got to yeah. figure it's it out. It's out here living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you have this traditional immigrant background, which mm-hmm. there's some pressure, but seems like for guys, you get a little past for yeah. now since you're only 28. Especially, yeah. Um, and then they were cool with you moving to Chicago to pursue comedy? Uh, yes and no. Obviously, it was a tough pill to swallow, but all my brothers are kind of involved in entertainment. Oh, really? Okay. So I had already was like halfway through my business degree. I kind of had a job lined up, and I'm like, hey, I just want to graduate, and then like this is what I'm going to be focusing on, just so right. you know. And like, They I were mean, cool with it? Cool, yeah. And What's like, that like? I'm thankful. I'm thankful <laughs> as fuck. I mean, I was just in Ethiopia for a wedding and like talking to I them. I saw that, yeah. About talking to like, you know, the younger people to be like, it's so cool. Your parents are supportive of all that stuff and you know yeah I'm very my parents are still in denial they tell people i'm a lawyer i'm like i haven't been a lawyer for yeah. years my dad asks questions my dad is always like so when will you become like an agent or like you know like do like change the route in comedy and oh i see he's like come back to home and open a comedy club and you know we just do that and i'm like that's the absolute sellout unless i can buy that's a dream picture. though in a it's way it's a dream if i can buy a I cash i think about it every once in a while i'm like oh, i just see. own i don't have to travel Talk to fucking to arkansas Dude, i think about it all the time but uh you know there's stipulations to all that bullshit and do i want to be a business owner yeah, that's another fucking whole stressor. Okay, so you moved to Chicago. You have the support of your family. When did you move here? How long? Uh, October of eighteen. Oh wow, you've been here for a while. Yeah, five years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't remember you until like during the pandemic. I started seeing you. So like I, when I first, when did I meet you? I don't even know. I so think, I definitely knew you. Okay. And again, it, this is kind well, of what, what, was on, I a dick on my own fruition? No. Well. I didn't go into comedy because I'm sure you probably see it more so with any time you meet a new kid comes in, a uh-huh. new comic comes into town and they're just now like leeching on and buddying, buddying and doing all these things. Yeah. I had like partied and had so much fun before getting into comedy. I didn't come here to do any of that. And I was working so much that when I would even go to Mike's, like I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to hang out. Right. I, I tried not to smoke That's cigarettes. That's how I was. Yeah. I was trying to be like a different person here, just trying to lock in. So for the first year and a half, I just kind of kept myself, bombed my dick off. And then, you know, as you should, once COVID hit, I feel like that's probably when I was getting in the stride of like, all right, I got my position. I want my job, company, car, uncapped commission. You had a day job? I still have one? No, no, not anymore. Now it's just Zanies. Yeah. But that was right before COVID. I locked in the job, making money. I have the company car. I have like the schedule that can work out for me to hit multiple mics and like, you know, be social, whatever. Then this is in January of 2020. Oh, yeah. Then, you know, shit happens. And. Comedy's closed. Enterprise car sales is an essential business for some fucking stupid reason. Yeah. Black Lives Matter. All the I'm stuck at home. So once like the any semblance of Adam's comedy, black for those who you can't yeah, see. Yeah, him. Ethiopia is in Africa. Some, I don't, some, don't some know. people don't know. They do not know. Yeah. 
But you know, once there was a semblance of comedy coming back, and I had like made enough money, just you know, yeah, dealing with life and drinking bourbon by myself, and I was living <laughs> in a studio in a, ba- in a garden unit, like it was it was tough. Yeah. So once it came back a little bit, I was like, all right, I'm gonna bite the bullet and try to make it work. So I think I think Blake Burkhart told me about you. And I was like, I don't, I don't know who he is, but I think he he had a show and, and that we did together. I'm like, yeah, he can open for you. I, I, like, I was like, I don't know who he yeah, is. Yeah, so. Blake. Uh, and again, like, so like, but I don't think I ever, rem- I don't think I met you formally until no, I, like and this year. And that was on me because it's like when I would come around, I would just watch everyone do well and be like, this person's funny. This, yeah. I, I like would have a tally on who I would know was funny, right? And just kind of like keep to myself. And, and this out. was at Zanies. This was at Comedy Bar. This was everywhere oh, okay. when I first got here. Yeah, I did the internship at Comedy Bar when I first got here. Oh, right, right. Okay. So it's like I was just that's hang- another Comedy Bar in Chicago. Yeah. yeah, hanging around, and I'm just like, I didn't feel confident enough to bother anybody. Yeah. Even were with, you, you know, getting? What about with dating and stuff? Were you were you uh, getting approached by women or other guys to like that wanted to hook up with you and stuff like that? Guys, a lot of guys. Yeah. yeah. When I first came to Chicago, it was a very flattering kind of thing, and uh, I would You're go straight. Yeah, straight. Yes, okay. and uh, that was probably like something that was new, but also like refreshing to hear. Yeah. And again, I don't give a fuck. It's like, hey, yeah. thanks for the compliment, but, but no, I'm thank not. you. Yeah, and but uh, no women, no women in comedy were trying to swoop you up. Oh no, 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 comedy, okay. not no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> That's usually what happens. It, it's it, when I started, it was guys, creepy older guys hitting uh, like the new comedians, and there's a joke about it. like, oh, yep. we should write together. Yeah, yeah. And but now it's like the reverse. It's happening a lot with like the established comedian women, and they're taking advantage of the young guys. I, I wish, which it, is I great wish. for America. I would have <laughs> loved. I would have loved that. Yeah. I would have, uh, yeah. Why? I don't know why that didn't happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, in the comedy world too, it's like the perfect position. A comedian partner would be awesome. But I just know it's like. Have you dated other comedians? No, good no, work. No, don't do it. No, That's what this podcast is all about. Don't yeah. do. Don't. Don't even hook up with them. In a perfect world, it sounds ideal. It's everything sounds perfect. But I've heard too many stories and. God bless those who make it work. What about after shows? Are you getting hit up by people that see your shows? That's happened more so in the past, you know, a couple of years. Which yeah, cool, especially and, when you uh, do well. Yeah, and it's also even with like going out because I have friends outside of comedy in Chicago. So like, go out to meet people that do regular jobs, and then it's like, oh, well, this guy's a comic, and then now even being able to say, oh, I'm going to be at Zanies, I'm going to be able to doing this, right, it right, legitimizes all those kind of things, and it, it's you know. So what? Ha- so let's okay. Let's let's take a step. Let's start sure. talking about dating a little bit now. People, okay. I I still don't. I uh yeah. I think you just kind of popped up in the world for me, and I was like, oh okay, because I'd hear your name, and then I would never see you doing stand up. But like Blake would talk about you, and I know ne- I was like on the road a lot, so I I wasn't I wasn't here, and I remember I was in Florida for a lot of the pandemic. So like I came back, and your whole class was like on all these shows. I'm like, who are these fucking guys? They're taking all my another spots. Another class that came in even between that that I didn't know. Oh okay, like, I mean it was crazy. Once COVID I'm like came six in. classes above you. I'm fucking it's in, it's ancient. A, and now there's probably three classes under me since really? COVID started. I feel like yeah, maybe. Okay, so let's talk about the dating life then. So. Right. How are you meeting during COVID or after COVID? Are you using dating apps to, to meet? Or no, I never you? did well in dating apps. I'm, Why? I don't know. Maybe it's a matter of being black, being 5'9". I don't, I don't know. 5'9", it's too short? I think so. Yeah, okay. I say 5'9". is the, With your hair, you're like six, right? I wish. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. And, I mean, uh, with my hair, I'm 5'9", I'm and now with this, I'm like 5'10". So. It's like a joke. I always say that like it's the unfortunate middle ground of like invisibleness, where if you're like 5'6", you're like short enough that you stand out. It's something different about sure. it. If you're six one, that is like you're just over the. But that five nine, five ten, you can kind of just go right through the radar. 
And you know, I, I don't I, think that's, that's it. me being a cunt, but you know, it's I just, don't think that's it. I think you're. I think there's got to be. Are, do you have no game texting? Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so at all. I don't, I never. You're a comedian. You should be a good writer. I do well in the room. That's uh, that's why I say yeah. <laughs> you're a performer. You're yeah, not a writer. I, I mean, I are don't you even more know. of a? No, you're not. You're you're monog- You just you're kind of a writer. Yeah, I definitely can write, but I think that there's there's a lot of context and tone that's taken out of text. Okay. And God bless anyone who likes that sport but for me i mean it's not your thing nah, have just, you I, had have you had any dates through the dating apps and no, you're like this doesn't work no, just matches a lot of endless conversations and then it just kind of falls apart and okay so where, what's your you had a, a year and a half relationship how did that start uh, i was an old friend a dm that just happened one night when i was fucked up and uh recently when you were in chicago th- yeah i was in chicago and it was just i was on just back in maryland or something yeah yeah okay. i was back on uh you know, IG stories, whatever, and just like reply back, like, oh, I'll be in town. And I was just fucked up and it worked out. And uh, again, it was so casual because like comedy you know the priority. Yeah. yeah, but it was just like, hey, you're there doing this. I'm here doing this. We communicate, hang out. And uh, it it was fun while it lasted, I guess, is the way to put it for me. But, How did it end? Badly or? Uh, badly, cordially bad, if it makes sense. <laughs> what yeah. does that mean? And I feel like the relationship kind of got wrapped around like toxic behavior. Uh, on your part? Both, but okay. mostly on my part, I'd say. What were you doing? Yeah. Sabotaging? Yeah, nah, nah, just being a piece of shit. And uh, I don't know, it's, when it's like the 4 a.m. drunk calls or like the check into the night. Oh, those, after, you've, after you've gone out for the night. That's yeah, when yeah. I haven't heard from you in a week. Or, no, from both of us. It's like we're right, both right. fucked up. I yeah. think that's like the, and then, you know, hanging out, just getting fucked up. Yeah. And it, it, the, yeah, that's probably, I'd say, my Achilles heel with what I want okay. and what I do. So what, okay, what are you doing now in terms of, if you're not on the dating apps at all, right? Mm -hmm. What are you doing to like meet people? Are you just waiting for people to come to you after shows? Which is fine. No, just out about meeting people through friends. You go, you have no problem approaching women at parties? No, not at all, no. Confidence? Yeah. yeah. From comedy, you think? Were you shy in high school? No, not at all. No, no, no. And again, it's like, that's what, as far as the whole failing thing goes, at least I can like see why, I, I can kind of read the situation as to why it didn't work face-to-face okay over the message you write you edit you like what did i out, say and yeah. then you send it and then it's just like how even tonally they read it all these things they play into it and yeah. do you get when you 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 go to bar you're not how often are you going up to women talking to them at shows or at, at, at bars um kind of goes back and forth i'd say you're out with your friends and then you're like hey i'm gonna go talk to that girl yeah i'd probably say one out of four as you see a cute girl it's like all right you know fuck it like go for it but Again, alcohol's involved. Alcohol's involved, but also I think it's more so that I like, like the I like the game of flirting more than like just ba- closing ba- a just, deal, just bag in a bag. Yeah, 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 I don't know what I mean. Like it's like sure, just to like be out and about and like meet a group of people and like talk and flirt and get to know yeah, somebody. Get to know and then fun. that that alone is in itself exciting. Sure, but then also I'm so selfish that it's like, well, I do want to just go to a bar and drink, and <laughs> if shit happens, chances Great. are that the whiskey will lead me to be down. But absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you have like a, so is there like a go-to move when you go up to women, you talk to them at a bar, or you just say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm mad, I'm what, what's up? It's generally going to be something about them that sticks out. I, I like your big nose. Uh, yeah, big, oh, yeah, <laughs> shalom, shalom, yeah, barakata adonai, I'm saying I'm look, yeah, I know, That's, I know, how it goes, yeah. Okay. But uh, no, I, eyes are usually the first thing that I'll catch, if it really, and again, a look is a look. 
Yeah, like, like your eyes. If, if yeah, if I mean, if you can catch you a look, devil, you have crazy eyes. That means you're good in bed. That's what she said. Something she's like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 it works. Yeah. yeah, I like I like your running mascara. Yeah, what did he <laughs> Looks say? Looks like you're you were crying. <laughs> yeah, what did he say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, not, that's my prayer. Yeah. The, you just look for people that have been hurt. You're running mascara. I'm here to help, dude. Yeah. That's your that's your type. I'm crying too. Yeah, <laughs> I got rejected as well, baby. We're crying together. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good Let's move. Get out of here. Do you have a Do you have a type of like when you go up to these women? They're like certain. You said eyes. Are they like you like? That's a problem. I my physical. I love obviously a beautiful woman, mm-hmm. but I can get, be so bored so easily. And again, we're they have drinking. To be interesting. There's some. There's yeah, and uh, that was probably the thing that came out of going to Ethiopia that really like fucked me up with coming back. Was talking to people. Women in like an international space like that, yeah, generates. It's even at night, still same thing. We're drinking, we're smoking. It's two in the morning, but there's a different conversation happening, and uh, it. I don't know. It may it gets my ears perked up to even be more interested in you, and then you come back to Chicago. It's three a.m. in Old Town, and they're like, it's just like this is now a different thing. And you're they're they're having like real life. They're like, oh, what are you doing? Like, so, I'm yeah. surviving here. It's like I'm getting drunk because Sarah was mean. Something, me. something yeah, or the other. It's yeah. shallower. And uh, again, maybe that's me being a cunt again. But like, I, I'm trying to overcome my own shortcomings to be more tolerant of uh, less Shallow interesting does. people. Yeah. Okay, but what about like what? Uh, you said in Ethiopia, Ethiopian. So you're attracted to Ethiopian women? I take it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, call it call it uh, ethnic. Uh, it sounds like. What do you call it? Uh, stupid to say it like that, but ethnic women that have flavor to them, mm-hmm. it's it's huge. So and no white girls. No, no, I'm I, I'm gonna handle white girls, <laughs> but you know, there's just no different. blondes. Oh yeah, blondes. Are, I in my hierarchy, brunettes over blondes. Yeah, for brunettes sure. over blondes. Yeah. What are redheads? Oh, big fan. Big, big fan. fan. Good big for fan. you. Good for you. Yeah. Are there like certain things that you're like? Okay, so obviously you you're interested into they're having a good backstory. They they can't just be like yeah, shallow. I mean, the abu- Other than the running mascara, you're into that. <laughs> yeah, I need. And the backstory is the mascara. So what caused the tears? How are you hurt? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me learn about you. I don't know. There's a give and take with listening and talking. Some people want to talk too much, and I'm I like I don't mind listening, but then the ability to actually like have a fun not fun back and forth, but interesting back and forth. I think is very valuable. Does that happen? So you you're the bar you're the bartender at Zane's. Mm-hmm. Is that the only job you have there? I'll do anything there. Okay, yeah, you yeah. just do but all. As over. of now, as of now, mostly bartending. Are you out. getting hit on working there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and how does that go down? Has that worked out at all? Uh, not for me, but uh, it's again one of those fun. Just oh, I'm on the flirty sh- flirty things, but like uh, and again, they're also generally either with a significant right. other, and I'm behind the bar. More often, yeah, than but that, they're also on shitty dates a lot there. Yes, and and that's where the catch twenty two of like, I don't want to be the bartender at Zanies. I want to be the guy on stage at Zanies that you're, mm-hmm. and so that's the cool thing now where I'm actually getting recognized in Old Town for doing shows, doing shows, being there. People that just are all around, yeah. Be like the other day, I was walking to get like sweet and sour mix behind the bar, and uh, the dude's like, "Oh, Black Adam," and like hearing that. <laughs> Just from being only there for so long, it's like, you know. With it's more, a cool feeling, yeah. It's a cool feeling. And like, you know, again, with that being said, it's not the ideal neighborhood to find the ideal partner. It's yeah. This is where, Old town, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. This is, the, you know, the chaos of uh, people's adolescence. During the day, it's fine. 
Yeah, and again, you know, I don't mind, you know. Uh, Old Town is, uh, for those of you, it's a part of Chicago that's kind of like a wealthier area. Wealthier, young. Younger. Douchebag factory club. A lot you know. of douchebags. And, uh, but again, I don't, you know, industry people are good. I, I like to drink. Yeah. So they're bartenders, they're whatever. They're that's all- what you got to go for. I yeah. think, I think for our field, and I've said this a billion times on this podcast for the last seven years, it's like you can't take comedians, but there's so many people in our industry or comedy adjacent or musicians or artists they get the struggle, they get the hustle, and uh, you can ha- they have a good backstory, like yep. you said, and they're not going to be like shallow or, you know. They're interesting. They have a good sense of humor. They have So great- why don't you hook up with some of those? It's, again, have you done it? I, yeah, for, 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 sure, okay. for sure. But it's more so that I'm so selfish with my time and energy that I'm not going to pretend I'm, you know, even with the texting back and forth thing, it's like, I know what my priorities are for, you know, yeah. a, a good portion of time. And to lead someone on, again, this also might be a proximity thing, but I feel like uh, it's one of two things. People are like, I'm not going to have kids. Fuck the world. Let's fucking die mm-hmm. and whatever. Or it's, you know, general Midwestern. Let's get married. Start a family right. by 26. And Do you want to like, have kids? Eventually, but I need, not I right want to be financially secure enough to like. First. Yeah. I don't, there's no reason for me to even put somebody out here. And again, I don't mind adopting either. So I, that the date for having a kid. You have a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. But what, okay. So you're. You've gone on dates with people in the industry, and you 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 obviously have a you're very motivated and ambitious because you want to do comedy, which mm-hmm. is awesome right now. Um, there are people that you can meet that are also ambitious and have their own shit going on where you can make a connection. Yeah, and again, it's like um, I mean, it's hard to find. People are always like, "Yeah, I'm cool with only talking to you once a week," but then like three weeks later, like well, I haven't heard from you. Like, oh. easier said than done. And, and with that even being said, it's like I'm still I feel like I'm still working on myself to be the best version of myself to even put myself out in the market like that. Where I'm just like, you know, as everything that I've accomplished or like secured to mm-hmm. some people, I probably look like I'm crushing and doing all these things well. But like I have certain goals. Not and, to me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you're, 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 you're Persian. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. I know. And it's, I think I'm in the same boat where it's like. Every little win is good, but for what I want to be doing for all these certain things, I want to be taking. Yeah. I want a dog too, but I know how much goes into that. And like, could I afford a dog? Sure. Do I have the space to take care of this yeah. dog? Yes. But prior, my long-term priorities are on this thing. And it's like, even I feel like I'm the kind of uh, dickhead that I'll like openly say it to somebody. And that automatically can I, I'm sure to some people. No, that's, I, I say that all the time. Listen, I, I'll tell people, I'm like, these are the, th- for me, the three things I say on dating apps when I meet someone, I'm like, hey, are you a night owl? And they're like, no, I wake up at day, I'm like, we'll never see each other because yep. the only time I can hang out is usually after shows or like um, during the afternoons. If you have a day job, we'll never see each other. Mm-hmm. Or I'll say, like, what do you have going on in your life? If they don't have a career or a child, I like dating women who have children because then I'm not the priority or they have other stuff going wow. on and you're not like, or they have a career that they're ambitious about, then there's no guilt that, oh, I haven't talked to you in like a week mm-hmm. or two weeks. Sometimes I'll t- I won't talk to someone for a month, but it's because I'm, I'm gone. I'm yep. never in this fucking city for more than three days. So I think that's the one thing that I, I'm bringing it back to the dating app because like, like I said, I'm trying to get yeah. into them now is that I think I need to be a lot more just direct with certain you know terms and conditions like you're direct more. right now you're doing it right that's all you got to do this is, but this is in the room again this is yeah. you know on text it's like a very it's a lot easier for me to say it to someone just write it just start doing it on the, it, yeah i gotta the, just the good thing about the dating apps is i'll say this over in person you meet someone at a bar you see her with the running mascara you're like oh this is my fucking brand you go there and then three dates in you find out oh 
like she's racist or she was at uh you know she likes she, paul farvar's comedy yeah. all these things <laughs> that's that she could do thing. that i'm it's like gonna be a deal breaker. i can't be with it yeah yeah are there deal breakers that you have where you're like oh i can't deal with that like is comedy do you judge people on the kind of music they like or comedy and shit like that yeah uh those things are kind of like down the road kind of thing it's more like they're uh just personal opinions and beliefs that like i can't remember i was talking to this one girl and she said something so stupid about like tweeting or like activism or something that was so just it was like an la answer okay and we're drinking and i'm like hold on hold on i can't let you say that and then we just started having this conversation and she just keeps doubling down i was like every bit of interest i had in you is now just she was tweeting about what she was like saying that like tweet tweeting activism or tweeting works or something something to the extent of like she's activist because she tweets something something like that oh god and uh she's and, so woke and that's what it all started from. And I was like, I can't let this happen. I can't let this conversation continue. Yeah. And then that that's now starting an actually interesting conversation. But she's so empty in the head that I'm like, all right, you were so attractive 75 seconds ago. I know. And See, that's why the, the apps are great. Because that yeah. shit, like the texting, they'll say something or they'll write something. Like for me, if they spell like every fucking word wrong, I'm like, okay, I cannot talk yeah, to oh, you yeah 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 or if english is in their first language i'm like you're not going to get my me at all <laughs> like 90 percent of the shit i say is so subtle and dry that you're not going to understand it um what are what are the what about like uh like con- like i've had women be like hey can i can i write with you and you're uh, like what yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no uh, like i got a tag for you i'm like no you don't that's like the you you hear, you, hear, you, you hear those like uh what do you call those beautiful stories of like uh successful comedians significant others like rode with them when they were nothing mm-hmm. and it's like ideally you want that but you of want course. that but you want that with the like the right intention and right reason yeah. it's like if a girl does see you at a show and she does like your comedy she's now excited by this like oh person. right they're like no, no no I want to be a regular person with you I need you to like the fact that I can make a dick joke and a cunt it's fine uh-huh. but like that's not what you're here for right and I appreciate that you enjoy comedy and you enjoy me but like you're not auditioning to be on my you know, writing, <laughs> right. you know. yeah, that's a, a thing. And like, I like there was a girl I dated who would like watch my shows and be like, "Oh, this is this is what you said." I'm like, "Oh shit, that's why it didn't work." Like, that's good to catch shit, 100, percent yeah, because they know your jokes or whatever. But most of the time, it's like I don't want to be funny. Like, no. as soon as I get off stage, the only thing I want to do is get food and just chill out and like talk not about comedy, unless I'm with a comedian. Then mm-hmm. it's like, but I don't want I don't want to like play back my set with some random no, that right. I met on on Tinder. Yeah, yeah, and uh, what about you said the uh, in terms of like she'll say if she says something ignorant. What about like music style? Like, what if they don't like the same music or they like country and you hate country? I don't know. I assume you don't like country. No, yeah, it's funny. I, I it's racist. I don't. Yeah, it's not that I don't like country. I like like good. Like you know. Yeah. The, the, I like good music. When anybody asked me what's your favorite music, I said good. The good ones. Yeah. And uh, so I'm kind of open ended on music. Um, what about comedy? What comedy is the, probably the biggest thing. Are you a snob with comedy? The sense of humor sort of thing, where it's like you know, if you tell me you like Herb, it kind of tells me all I need to know about you, and I'm down for that. But if you're laughing about two and a half men, yeah, I mean, if that's like your go to. Well, back in my day, it was like if you're like, oh, if they're like, I love Jay Leno, I'm like, ah, oh, this isn't gonna work. Yeah, like, and I hate him. Like, and it's like <laughs> I mean, I like his stand up, but I hated his show. There can be like a reason behind why. <laughs> it's like, let me hear why. It's like, oh, well, my dad used to watch it, so I yeah, watch it. that's fine. fine. But I can't, I'm trying to think of the perfect example that would really like bother the shit out of me if I heard comedy wise. But 
I think that was the biggest thing for me was that or like oh okay Chris, Chris D'Elia is like the one right now so oh, it's, like, like yeah, it's like <laughs> not that I don't even like him but I feel like I, I learn a lot about the person when they say oh my god like I love Chris D'Elia. well for for a while he was the hottest thing every yeah. woman every woman was like I remember girls thought I knew him because I had like pictures with him mm-hmm. and they would call me and they would text me out of the blue be like hey give Chris my number he's at the Vic theater I'm like mm-hmm. I'm not fucking gonna text him first of all i've never texted him before i have his number but i'm not gonna text him to say this girl wants to fuck you yeah but now i think if a woman likes him now it's like they're into some weird shit anybody that's still like him now women i mean guys like like him i I think he's fine the comics are more surprised about like you guys are crazy this is insane what's that comedians yeah they're still like i don't know i don't i don't have i just think he's he's fine he's fine it's just the shit that went down i get but it's like but when he was like the, I mean, you'd go to LA, he was on every fucking oh, yeah. show, every billboard. He was headlining every show. I mean, I remember, I mean, he was the hottest thing. Still doing and, theaters now. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, he's still, he's still, he's bouncing back mm-hmm. a little bit. But like, he was the, now women are all like John Mulaney. He's, oh, yeah. that's their favorite. Yeah. yeah. And again, which is fine. Perfectly fine. I love John Mulaney, but, uh, what if they're like, they're like, oh, my favorite. What if they're like, favorite comedian is a local comedian you hate? Or are you going to be like, I can't? do this i've had women ask me like Interesting. on the day i was like hey do you know this comedian i'm like yeah like oh he's so funny i'm like i can't talk to you anymore i i'd say i, I say i probably I, I, this is all yeah. far about oh that yeah, guy's a I, hack. I, I know i look at the mirror and tell him the same thing every day yeah but I, I am curious if that actually honestly i think i'd probably just play a new trump be like oh, he's a good guy just leave it at that oh, i always i never i never never, never open it shit, up but, but I, don't, I don't know if it would let it impact me it definitely impacts me if i'm like oh then i can't i can't if it becomes like a probably a reoccurring thing where it's like were you hanging out with him last week was he on the show too how did he do it it's like, <laughs> well, okay do you want to fuck him because you know. <laughs> i had a girl that was like oh i matched with this guy i'm like oh he's he's good he's a good guy like is he funny i'm like go see him and then she saw this guy who i didn't think it was that funny i was like oh, she's like, oh he's so funny i'm like i don't yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it. But, you know, whatever. I don't think, like, for who am I to say? But what about, like, famous comedians if they're, like, so Chris D'Elia is the one that's, like, That's, like, a simple example. Yeah. And, again, you know, the problem is now with TikTok and stuff like that, reels, the, the, right. the, the comics that they see on their algorithm say a lot about them. So, like, if they're sending me a clip of something, I'm like, all right, so this is. This is what you this, listen to. Yeah. This is in your wheel. And, again, sucks. God bless them. They're a victim to the algorithm like the rest of us. But uh, how do you get out of the like I looked at boobs once, I think uh, someone sent me something and now all of a sudden my explore page is all like, yeah, boobs. I try. I fixed mine a little bit. How do you do that? Uh, well, I'll do the I do not like this post. Oh, I try call. to I turn them all off because like at some point my algorithm learned exactly what kind of like unique ethnic cocktail woman I like. <laughs> It's some green-eyed Colombian, Persian, Ethiopian that's six Persian. foot one with tattoos, and she's on a motorcycle. It's like, oh, this is the hottest girl ever. Yeah, I, I will click this picture and look at this girl, but I'm like, no, I do not like that. I, oh, that's a good move. I've, yeah, I got to do that. I'm trying to, but it still, it still does it. And my explore page is all like milfs, I like milfy. Like, now I just go food, like, cars, and like yeah. sports. The way I try to keep it on. But. I, I need to. I use on my TikTok now. I'm, I watch like every Moneyball clip because I love that movie. I was obsessed with it. Love now it. I'm getting all this baseball stuff. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. This is better on TikTok. And so. I do. Find, I do find it funny that they are sending you milfs because what yeah. it is is they the algorithm knows exactly how old we are. Right, right. So it's gonna show me 22 year old University <laughs> of Madison, Wisconsin. It's gonna show you. It's, you know, it is what it is. And but. What if, uh, so you said Persian is a thing? Have you have you hooked up with uh, have you hooked up with every race? Is that like your have you done the United Colors um, of Benetton yet? I'm aging. Black, myself. white, Asian, no Ethiopians. 
Uh, no, no, yeah, no. That's on Tried some, or... some wifey shit. No, I didn't grow up around every Ethiopian. I generally spent most of my time growing up around with my family. Okay, so Ethiopia was the first. Like and and again in D.C. when I'm out and about with my cousins, but that's now as of recent. Can you tell if someone's from Ethiopia by oh, yeah. staring? Automatically. Really? Automatically. You don't get like there's no between other uh, the closest African the countries. The closest it'll come is like Eritrea and Somalia, which are basically Ethiopia. Okay. I mean, but like outside of that, the the far off chance that I like. Get, do you guys have like a secret eye contact? Like Persians when we walked down the street, we're like, hey. It's the same head nod, yeah. Is he have one of those? The same head, and and again, how do you tell? Like, you just just they hear him talking, or oh, the language will give it automatically. But I don't even need to hear the language. And and now because my I had a couple roommates of mine, white guys, that are like, hey, I got the eye down. Like my buddies (laughs) live in like different parts of the country. They're like, I got I got it down, man. It's like, and I'm not good. It's gonna do well for you. So are you intimate? Like you said, you haven't hooked up with an Ethiopian. Is it because you're like that's wifey shit? You're like, oh, I you respect them. You don't want it to turn into or you're not ready to settle down uh, i think it's more so a proximity thing if i was a comic in dc my life would probably be different as far as the dating pool of ethiopian women but then with that being said what an ethiopian woman at my age pool is looking for is it's not different. a comic right and again i respect that for them because you know god bless them i want them to win too but like the the, the joke that i've made before is like my wife is probably going to be my wife is probably engaged right now and i'll catch her when she's done and everything else is set up for me yeah. where it's like, you know, the life, second round. life is long. Yeah, fuck it. It's like, but again, if comedy, I can't wait to see, this is me being, you know, overzealous with, you know, how far my comedy career will go. But like, if the comedy career does get to a point that it's like, oh, this is that Ethiopian comedian out of a these, and then like the DMs start flooding in from all these beautiful Ethiopian women, I'm like, look at you now. Yeah. Look at, now hey. who's laughing? You wouldn't give me the time. Yeah. But that's you're right. me picking through the, all these PhDs and doctors. And like, right, which one are you? Which one are you? Who, who is, is it? Who's the executive for World Bank? I want someone with a Swiss passport. <laughs> You're gonna go yeah. higher up. Yeah. Is there? A, there's a huge Ethiopian community in, in DC. Then, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. not here in Chicago. Fuck no. no, no really? I, I I didn't expect it to be. There's a, a couple Ethiopian restaurants. One of which is actually my family's restaurant. Oh, okay. Yeah, they uh, catered my cousin's wedding and uh, shout out to Diamond in Chicago. Yeah, Diamond. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Demara is also great. Uh, but as far as the Ethiopian community goes, it surprises me how few Ethiopians I see here yeah, for such okay. a major city. Well, that's like Persians in LA. It's like they're everywhere. Yeah. Here, there's like, you, for a while, I, w- I was like one of two Persian comedians. It yep. was fucking amazing. And now it's like there's six of us. But for DC, man, it, like you can't, The I always say that Ethiopians are to DC as Polacks are to Chicago. Okay. Where there would be more Ethiopians in DC, but there's also like 10 million or uh, 100 million, whatever, in Ethiopia. So it's like, it's gonna be hard to beat. It's gonna be close. Well, there's over a million Iranians in uh, in L.A. So it's like yeah. it's they call it uh, Terangeli. Mm-hmm. So, what about? Um, oh, now I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, um, so you're God, now I fucking uh, the Ethiopian move. women dating Ethiopian women. <laughs> uh, like it's you know. so the first time I lost my train of thought because we were talking about so many things at the same time. Oh, um, so. Do you go on dates to Ethiopian restaurants then? When you're when you, I was just talking to somebody about doing that, uh, and like, and, and, and especially with this whole, I'm like really working on this dating profile now. Where I'm like, I, I gotta like yeah. make this thing set up right, and like first date, you know, that little. What prompt, a, what app are you doing? I'm gonna probably jump. I haven't gotten back onto it, but probably Hinge is gonna be Hinge the one. is the one to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the only option that really makes sense. I have, you, you gotta put you put all your shit out there, I and they put with, all their I shit out there. I stuck with Bumble just yeah. for the aspect of the open door on their end, but yeah. even still, it's like. Fuck all that. It's like, what's the point of getting a match if they just wait it out? And it's yeah. ridiculous. Hinge is the best because if the, you learn so much by what they put on their thing. Yeah. And if they don't answer certain questions, you're like, oh, that's weird. Exactly. And that's why me. I'm like, all right, put the extra effort, add, answer all the prompts, give the bullet points. Open book, yeah. But for that, uh, I was telling a friend, I was like, I think that first date idea prompt is going to have to be 
If you're, if you, uh, you know, girls like to eat. Girls like food, and it's like you take them to the restaurant. Could be there, yeah. And you walk in there, your friends, your your family's like, 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 hey, yeah, 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 yeah. they're like a celebrity. They're gonna start calling my mom and aunt to be like, hey, this man has been bringing Bring in a lot like of white the guy girls. In <laughs> so they're like, yeah, <laughs> every day we get with a new. Girl. Always a new Becky. A new what if they don't like Ethiopian food? Is that gonna be a deal breaker? And again, that's something you find out in conversation, and then an initial. What if they're like, oh, I want to try it, and then they go there, like, oh, it's too spicy or whatever the fuck. I don't think it bothered me that much. My mom would definitely, you know, that's not wifey, but yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't are there other are there other Ethiopian comedians uh, in Chicago or anywhere? Right. Famous yeah, there's ones? a handful. Uh, okay. uh, Solomon Gregorio. Okay. Uh, our good old boy uh, Felonius Monk. Oh yeah, God, um, I hate that kid. Few, yeah, I know a few Just writers kidding. in uh, LA. I know there's yeah, there's a handful around the country. I forgot about. I feel Monk. Like, I feel like we all know each other. At this yeah. point, I, I, and I'm happy to be like in communication with someone. Well, Monk is that. married, so you don't have to worry about him. Yeah, so. yeah, he'll kick game. And Solomon is married too, right? I think. He yes, is. yeah, I yeah. So, so you're the you'll be like the single the Black single Adam. Man. Yeah, you're right. And take this shit over. Take it over. Yeah. Well, I I want you to do that hinge. I think you're going to crush on. I'll that. be I'll be hitting you up and asking for coaching tips. I I, I, I will. I'm fucking great on hinge. Okay, I, 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 that's where I crush on those things. Yeah. I, like I'm good at ex- talking on there, but then when they're like they want to meet up, I'm like. Oh, this is gonna be a pain yeah, in the I got ass. this show. I got this thing. Yeah. But let me ask you this though, and again, with crushing on Hinge, wouldn't you say that there are a handful of factors that help you with that? And this isn't this is me kind of gassing you up, but for what the way the profile is presented, you're above thirty. Mm-hmm. So that age. This is the funny thing about Hinge is like with what the when you pay for the uh, premium, the learning about that race separation thing really fucked my head up. What wait, what's the what is that? I, I have a free I have like a free premium thing cuz uh cuz of the they podcast. Spon- yeah, yeah. They don't sponsor me, but like I they were going to when I did South by Southwest, I was supposed to do with the podcast, but then COVID hit uh-huh. and I was supposed to interview the owner and that so oh, they gave man. me this high profile thing, but I don't know anything about what I have. So uh the premium account, you can separate by race. Yeah, I could do that. Uh, yeah, so that that to me when I learned that facet of Hinge, I was like that's hilariously fucked up, and there are a lot of comedians that have great jokes about it. Yeah, Jeffrey like, Aspen says, "Yeah, a great one. but like, as like, I'm like, am I a victim to this? Because it's like, because <laughs> it's one of two, no and, and this is why I mentioned the height. Thing. Does it say? Does it say? Uh, does, I think it just says black African American, okay, black African descent. So this is one of two things I'm talking about where it's like, <laughs> that's they, funny. They can always unselect just that one, and then I'm out. Or if they do select it, they put six two, and then I'm out. So it's like, oh uh, yeah, know, there's always like if they all. I don't mean for, that I. I don't mean that I get a lot of options. I say that once I get the conversation vision, going, yeah, they're like in, and I can I can make quicker decisions because yes. I can be like, the first thing I'll ask is, hey, are you a night owl? And they're like, no. Or if they're like big on drinking and drugs, I don't really drink anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't do drugs anymore. So it's like if they're, I'm like, hey, if they, like, hey, want to get drinks? I'm like, I don't drink anymore. And if I do drink, it's like. After my show, I don't drink before shows yeah. ever. And then uh, after all these like little intangibles, they're like, I'm out. And that for me is crushing because I've saved fucking so much time. Well, that's exactly what I would rather do that right now than be where I'm at, where I'm like, just be direct like you're doing yeah. here. And that's it, it's all you're going to. Yeah. I think if you have all that shit out there and they say all that shit, you can be like, hey, you can even put in the prompt you're like comedy is my priority or whatever. And some people think it's awesome. They think it's so fun to date comedians on paper. But then yeah. when they meet us, like this is a fucking a disaster. Monster. Like, oh, I'm gonna have running mascara again. Yeah, I know. Me and her both. <laughs> She's like, how'd the set go? Like, oh, the mascara's running. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bad set. Yeah, yeah. that's the, yeah. And they don't understand the highs and lows. Like, I'll date people, and I'm like, if on their first day, I'm like, hey. Do you want to go out of this date? I'm like, not this night. And why? Like, because I'm doing Laugh Factory, and after I, if I, I'm assuming I'm gonna have a good set, I'm gonna be unbearable. Mm-hmm. Like, 
and then you need to catch me when I'm bombing, like on a Monday. Oh, that's, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I'm like most present. Yeah. Yeah, but like yeah, if yeah. I'm crushing, I'm like, why am I? T- I, I should be talking like, to babe, Lin- if I crush, Lindsay Lohan I can go right talk now. to this whole room of women. <laughs> why would I go hang why out? Why am with I wasting yeah. my time with you? Three hundred people on a Friday night in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's the highs and lows of of that. And yeah. if someone doesn't know you, they don't understand. They're like, why are you so sad? You're like, ah, oh, fucking, I fucked up my closer or whatever. I'm trying to, yeah, and again, it's a big goal for this summer, trying to put myself more so out there, allow myself to be more yeah. emotionally available, you know what I mean, and not be as selfish with my time and energy, but... No, be selfish with your time, but you can find people that can respect that and, and respect your ambition that don't give a shit that you're only 5'9". Yeah, of course. You know. We went over time here, Adam. I had so okay. much fun talking. No, we'll good. get you back on here. I want to hear more about your uh, your hinge uh, success or lack thereof. Well, I'll see you. I fucking yeah. see you. I'll just come I'll talk to you. I'll texting now. you for notes every day. <laughs> what do I say to him? What do I I'll say? I'm crushed, dude. Yeah. I'm really good at that shit. Where can people find out more about you other than on hinge? You can find me on Instagram, Adam Adis, A D D I S underscore, link tree for shows and everything else in between, but IG and my DMs are open, so. You're going to get a lot of DMs from this, Uh, especially when they see your picture. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Thank you, Adam, for doing the podcast. Thank you all again.